Wednesday, show of everything. Top 5 is presented by The Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, um, we, have, we have a wonderful show for you this evening. I have no idea what Sean's going to ask me. He has no idea what I'm going to ask him. But I feel it in my loins. This is going to be one hell of a program. But before we get to all the loinage, Jonathan, how are you, my friend? It is going to be one hell of a program tonight. Yeah. But yeah. what I hope. Um, I'm doing good, man. Just, uh, you know, we're kind of swinging into November now. Like, I feel like October just kind of passed us away, passed us by. It did pass us away, actually. Um, I nearly died this last month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just stoked for, you know, let's get the holidays coming up. You know, uh, Thanksgiving, I got some days off, so I'll be coming back, you know, to San Francisco to visit everyone and hang out with, with this guy over here and... Naked. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> um, but, uh... Don't yeah, deny man, it. Um, don't deny it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for, for everything that's happening and, um, yeah, I'm just trying to get through... Honestly, I did get through this week. My uh, my computer just died, unfortunately. My laptop. Um, so I'm on my, one of my older computers, um, and I depend on my laptop quite a bit for for what I do for music and podcasting and all sorts. So um, yeah, it's been that was the only kind of rough patch I had this 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 week um, or this weekend. But uh, gonna bounce back. Gonna figure it out. And, you're um, so fucking positive. Your computer's not working. You're like, yeah, it's the only you know bad thing. Where I'm like. Fucking water wasn't hot enough. Um, <laughs> I stepped on it, a Lego. My fucking world is falling apart. You know, like, you're so... I need to take a lesson from you. Uh, I mean, I, I think it was due time. It, it was ready. Like, I knew eventually it was... Again, you're very out. zen about the whole thing. You're just like, yeah. well, you know, I mean, I'm, it was just... I'm, time. Uh, I've been lucky because someone has lent me a computer. Um, but, yeah, I feel... I definitely feel um, a little... What do you call it? A little uh, something like, like something's missing, like because I feel like I can't can't open up my computer to you know work on a project or do you know watch some stuff or whatever. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm gonna you know I'm ready for the week and excited to podcast. I'm excited too, man. Joe, quite excited. How was your How was your weekend, dude? How are you doing, man? I had a pretty good weekend, man. Um, Friday night. Um, Hung out with my family. We all had dinner together, which was it was lovely. Watched the Warriors game. Um, yeah, and then Saturday, I, I woke up. I wrote for the first time in fucking ages. Like it's been bottling up, and I need to get. I have a deadline that I'm trying to meet. I want to get. I want to submit to this one festival, and the cutoff is Friday. And like, fuck, I just need to get through this draft. I just need to. The word from for writing right now is bulldoze. I just need to bulldoze fucking through. Um, so I did, I wrote for a few hours, um, early Saturday morning. And then, um, my bro, I played guitar, got to fucking just hang out. Like, and then my brother came, um, over and we went and, um, got dinner and drink over at uh, underdogs Two over on Terravel. And then we Ubered down to my folks's yacht club, the Mariposa, Mariposa Hunters Point Yacht Club. And I want to just... Uh, clarify, there are no yachts, there aren't even boats <laughs> at this club. So if you think, oh, motherfucker's parents belong to a yacht club, it's it's not like that. There are no yachts, there are no boats, but the drinks are $2 a pop. So it is a hey. fun fucking place to hang out. Um, and hey. 
so Saturday, they today is Veterans Day, by the way. Happy Veterans Day, or you know, that's yeah. not really you don't really wish a a veteran happy Veterans Day, but um, thank you to all of our service members, uh, past, yeah. present, future, um, happy, or you know, thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, and so Saturday we we were at the club raising money for a charity. I ooh, the name escapes me, but I think it has to do with uh, veterans who are also firefighters. So they oh, okay. raised like two or three grand for that, I think. Um, and we were helping in the in the kitchen and the galley, as they call it. And um, so something strange, like in a movie, happened. Right. Sit. My mom, you know, worked very hard, and uh, she goes, "I just want to have a drink with you at the bar." I was like, cool, mom, let's go, have, let's go have a drink at the bar. End of the night, you know, worked really hard. And it was bizarre, man. I got to see my parents in their fucking element. Everyone knew them. I mean, everyone's uh, members, but it was just everyone was so familial with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, um, you know, everyone knew them. They knew everyone. People were coming up, blah, blah, blah. And um, they'd been, you know, everyone had been working since, you know, midday or whatever. And everyone's kind of wasted at this point. And the bar breaks out into a rendition of uh, In San Francisco. The entire fucking bar is singing. I've, I've never seen Whoa. anything like this happen in real life. Uh, you know, unless there's like a karaoke or, you know, some like a piano man playing or something. Like, I've never seen just a spontaneous, like, everyone's just singing. And this guy yeah. had a microphone. And, like, even he put it to my dad's mouth. My dad was singing at the bar. I was like, where the fuck am I right now? Like, it was so... <laughs> I felt like it was in the fucking upside down. And then I look at my phone. It was 945. <laughs> I was like, everyone is wasted. This fucking thing is happening. Like it's, you know, and it's, it's nine. It's not even 10 o'clock at night. Like I need to go. Uh, night is young. I need yeah. to fucking go. Um, but yeah, man. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's cool, dude. It was very cool. It was very cool. Um, we didn't, we have, oh man, we had the played we there. A graduation party. Yes. Two there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. It's like we've... Man. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. As far as, like, having a weekend like that and just, you know, getting a chance to, again, see your parents out of their element, like... It was wild. Like, it uh, was wild. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Also, was trapped in the middle of an extremely sexual tension moment between two really old people, and it was the most creepiest thing i've ever been a part of like uh but i won't get into that i just want to throw that out there if anyone wants to ask me about it you can tweet at me at joey parati um so that's what's going on <laughs> i'm doing well all right <laughs> yeah yeah um but any um well i can't think of any pop culture news specifically off the top of my head unless there's anything you want to talk about but um no oh, man one thing real quick Kevin Feige responded to Martin Scorsese's criticisms of Marvel because we're still we're still fucking talking about this talking shit. Talking about that, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this, but Feige goes, you know, our movies take risks. I don't know why I'm giving him that voice. He's like, our movies take risks. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, we killed off half our characters at the end of one movie. And I'm thinking, no, dude. As it was happening, you didn't fool me. I was like, no, that motherfucker signed for a sequel. Nope, he's coming back for a sequel. Like, don't don't act like you actually took a risk or took a chance. Uh, you you, because you know what I mean. 
You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and he even talked about, he's like, you know, we had two of our favorite characters fight each other. I'm thinking Civil War. And that ending even kind of pissed me off because they couldn't even go one fucking movie. At the end of Civil War, if you remember the very end, Tony Stark receives, Tony Stank, receives a fucking cell phone, like a burner phone, from Captain America. And Cap's like, well, you know, we'll work out our differences eventually and you can always call me. And it's like, no, like, you're taking away the stakes, dude. Like, yeah, the magic of storytelling, yes, they probably will reconcile, but don't fucking telegraph that shit a million miles away. That's not risky. Anyway. I feel ya. That was my rant. Um, His comments were very tepid, actually. But, um... I can't believe people are still fucking talking about this shit. Yeah. Uh, I. So, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it dies down a little bit. And my goodness. You know, get back to the <laughs> back my to goodness. reality. Fucking A. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I don't know about you or what your list is about, but my list kind of ties into um, t- what today is Veterans Day. Okay. Um, and since we already talked about Veterans Day, maybe I can just dovetail into a top five. Okay. Right. Okay. We have done war movies and that's what I was going to originally ask, but we've done war movies and I forgot to look up the episode number, but just search for it, I guess. Um, but Shawnee, what are your top five patriotic movies? Ooh, patriotic. Yeah. Ooh, wow. So it's not limited uh... to uh, fucking war flicks. Yeah, interesting. Um, what makes you feel raw, raw, patriotic, American? Um, man, oh, there's this. Oh, fuck, man. I'm gonna, I might have to. I'm have to dig deep here. You gonna have to dig a little bit. Uh, let's see here. Patriotic movies. Okay. Yeah. What um, fills you with the pride of America? Pride of America. Well, I could. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought of it. Yes. Like, I mean, I could go uh, Team America, World Police, America, Fucking fuck A, yeah, baby. Dude. Yes. <laughs> One, it was, I, I mean, we've, ta- we've talked about this probably on the show in, in a different context, I think. But, uh, um, I mean, the even though the movie cracks a lot about, you know, America and the, you know, kind of, you know, how, how we how we as Americans kind of um, are, you know, prideful and... and uh, you know, kind of, kind of get into a lot of things, but um, Team America, World Police. You know, having a this uh, <laughs> these characters represent America, and even though they're a little outlandish, and you know, it's it's you know the guys behind South Park. So you know, the well, humor is just on that level. The humor's um, on that level, but you know, like it. The movie <laughs> pokes fun at America and, and makes fun of America, but at the same time, the movie loves America. Like I think that really yeah. does come through with the characters and what the message ultimately is. Exactly, that dude. Movie I th- loves th- America. You, you put it like perfectly in that. Like it, it is such a you know it, yeah. It definitely reflects on you know the pride of America and and you know you know how much I think, especially even a task force like this. I mean, I was. By the end of the movie, you're just like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> America, like, I want fuck these yeah, guys dude. to protect America, fuck yeah, protect America. Yeah. Man. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't know what number that would be. Uh, I'll go five for that one. Right on. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna go number. Uh, it's yeah. It, again, it's not necessarily. Uh, maybe I'm. Th- 
maybe does it have to be a whole like movie? Like I'm thinking of particular scenes for some All reason. Right, no, I'll, 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 I'll hear you out and I'll tell you whether that um, counts or not. <laughs> okay. It's going to sound silly, but I mean, baseball is such an American. Oh, you know, fucking it's a. Such an yeah. American thing. And, um, you know, there's always that scene in uh, the Sandlot uh, mm. where they're playing baseball on 4th of July at night and the fireworks are going and it's, uh, you know, they're, they're singing the Oh, beautiful, forsaken yeah. skies. And it's just such, it, there's just such a good moment because, you know, one, one it's 4th of July and, they're, you know, they're having this kind of friendly game, you know, you know not as competitive, just kind of like, hey, we're hanging out on 4th of July uh, but it, it's just such a great moment in the in the movie because you know one you know the music is everything you know there's there's a moment I think when everyone just stops playing baseball and they just look at the sky and they're yeah and the fireworks are going fireworks are going they uh, you know they take their hats off and you know it's just such a, a a great moment to kind of be you know obviously you know happy to be American and and to you know to um, to really you know, kind of, especially with the lyric, you know, the lyrical content of the song and everything, you know, it's just really, it really kind of takes it home from there. So I always think of that moment. I always kind of get like, kind of like, Oh man, this is such a good moment, you know, for, you know, for, you know, for baseball, American, you know, American, you know, baseball and, you know, 4th of July, we're celebrating the, you know, birthday of our country and, and, um, yeah, just all that, man. So, um, yeah, that's one scene I always think of. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, so Sandlot for four. Um, I'm gonna go number three. Uh, number three. Oh, I could probably think of like so many more. Patriotic, patriotic. I'm, I'm trying to go outside the war movie genre. That's, I think that's why I'm. It's easy to get caught up on the on the on the war aspect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, patriotic. Um. You know what? Uh, <laughs> let's go with, let's see. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a good movie. Oh, man, it's so tough. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know. I, there's not like there's not like a lot of imagery in this movie about, like, you know, being patriotic okay. or, or being American, I guess. But um, I don't know. I always, always associate, like, Johnny Cash, like, you know, Word. walk the line, especially that movie. Right on. You know, I mean, he was a he, he was in the military um, for a little bit, and um, you know, I think those songs are you know they're, they're you know he's he's a he's especially Johnny Cash as an artist and as a writer, um, and the songs he wrote, you know, they're they're very, you know, they're they're, they're such a um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like the Americana. American songs. Yeah, Amer- blue yeah, collar. Americana. Blue collar, um, so maybe maybe that's why I'm associating it with that. Um, I like it. I like that choice a lot, actually. Yeah, and then especially for the time, you know, he, there's a couple time periods they kind of go through in that movie, and um, you know, I, I think a lot of it associates with American history, and you know, just um, you know, especially what our country was going through during that time, or during his lifetime, I guess, too. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, walk the line, uh, number two. Oh man, um, <laughs> I could have laughed at this one. Am uh, I? I'm gonna go beer fest for number two. I, hey. it's so I don't know why it's so high up there, but hey, man, the whole the whole movie is about uh, 
about uh, this drinking competition in in uh, Germany, and all the countries come together uh, to compete in a drinking competition. And of course, at the beginning of the film, the Americans are not even considered part of the, the competition until um, you know the group um, the the group in the in the movie end up uh, making their own American drinking team. And there's just great moments because it's like, oh, there's a good, you know, a lot of good America, fuck yeah, moments in there. <laughs> and, and of course, yeah, you know, they're, you know, they're representing America in this very exclusive, you know, kind of competition. And, you know, I know it's, it's a comedy and, you know, there's a lot of, probably a lot of jokes about different countries and, and how America probably, you know, compares to them. But, you know, I think it's, it's funny. And, you know, I think it's, uh, the whole movie is pretty much about them trying to beat the Germans. So, <laughs> which is about as American as it fucking gets. As it gets, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I know that's like from way out there, but I mean, yeah. Um, so number two, number one, I mean, I'm gonna go for a war film on this one just because, and it, it, I think it was on one of my number one war films. Um, freaking, um, God, I'm already blanking. Saving Private Ryan, dude. Word. It, it will always, you know, I, especially even reflecting on, on Veterans Day, you know, it's, it's a true movie that, you know, it, it's about many different people's lives and soldiers' lives. Um, you know, they all, you know, all of them coming from different places. And, you know, that's also a thing about America that, you know, even, you know, growing up, our parents, you know, from different places and, um, you know, that's, that's what it is. It's, you know, American soldiers, all of them being from different places, doing, you know, having different jobs um, outside of the war life. And, and of course, all of them banding together to save Private Ryan. And uh, it's such a, you know, a patriotic movie. It's, it's so, um, this, you know, there's uh, themes of war and, and brotherhood and, um, you know, kind of... Uh, the, the the relationships and friendships built in in the in the military and especially during that time in American history, um, so it, it just a lot of different things, a lot of different themes happening in the movie, and it just really kind of boils down to you know um, you know American patriotism and and um, just how it is um, you know with uh, you know the military and just people banding together. So um, yeah, that's that's what I can think of, man, at the top of my head. I'm sure there's tons more. Page. I was trying to think of like a little outside the box on this one. Just no, I really dig your choices. Actually, I really um, Sandlot, especially. That's such a clutch. It it again. That's that so scene, fucking it, clutch. That it, whole movie it, it, though, it feels very American. It, yeah, it's um, that's excellent. That is excellent. Um, well, Joe, I'll tell you, my, my list sucks compared to yours. I'm just telling oh, no, you, but dude. we do share number one, Saving Private okay. Ryan. Um, Favorite war movie, one of my favorite movies ever. And it begins and it, the first shot and the last shot is, it begins and ends on the American flag. And more than that, it begins and ends at Arlington Cemetery, you know. Um, and, you know, the, the movie begins and he's walking, um, what you find out to be Matt Damon's character, spoilers, is walking um, through the cemetery and his family's behind him. And, uh, you know, you get shots of the graves and stuff, but okay, whatever. But then the whole movie fucking happens and you're back in the cemetery after you've seen 
everything, right? Everything, yeah. And you learn, okay, this is Matt Damon's character. This is what he went through. This is what he sacrificed with what others sacrificed for Spice him. For right? him, yeah. Um, and those graves, that setting hits you like a fucking ton of bricks, dude. That movie makes me cry every single fucking time. When he goes, tell me I'm a good man. Mm-hmm. Have I lived a good life? You know, that oh. holy fuck, man. And then he salutes the fucking grave. Oh, it's beautiful. It is fucking beautiful. I love that movie to death. Um, but then I'll, I'll rewind. I'll go back to number five. Um <laughs> I'm going to go something very cartoony that actually, you know what? I was hating on Marvel earlier, but I'm going to say the very first Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah, um, I can is, see that. It, it has a very uh, comic strip 1940s feel. Like mm-hmm. when you think of what you wanted the 1940s and that era to have been like, that's what's in Captain America. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's wonderful because... You know, it is such a nostalgia trip. It is such a um, almost cartoony. It's very cartoony in the way it, it represents the past, but all of that is distilled into Captain America. Like, you're like, oh, wow, a world where people had values and things. That existed once. It probably never really did, but that's how we remember it. But that's, you know, how they're able to justify and portray Captain America in the present day. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's he, a he throwback, right? Yeah, from, um, time, from that time. Yeah. So Captain America. Um, number four, Cap- Team America, World Police. Wonderful fucking movie. <laughs> oh, you had that one too? Been, I, of course <laughs> I did. I fucking loved that movie. Um, <laughs> I think I saw that with Hops in the theater. And I just, that's one of the first movies where I remember feeling my jaw just ache because I was oh, laughing man, yeah. so fucking hard. Um, yeah. Number three, I'm going to go Air Force One. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This was, I think this was my first radar movie and I saw it at my nan's house. But um, the big thing about this one, I was thinking about it, like whenever the president is in a movie, he either, he's always like this other kind of worldly figure. Like no one really knows him. He's either a very supporting character, like very minor character. Like I'm thinking um, the old white dude in fucking x-men last stand you see him like one scene or two scenes you know yeah yeah and he's kind of more of an exposition or giving the mission or whatever can you think of another movie well i've already thought of one off the top of my head but can you really think of another movie where the president (laughs) is the protagonist of the fucking movie and i'm and the other one i'm thinking of i can't fuck what's the name of it it but it's more of a romantic comedy from like the 90s or something yeah yeah um but like a fucking action movie with a president. I mean, I, president. What, I mean, I guess they did it with Olympus has fallen and that kind of shit. So, okay, fuck me. I guess it's not that original, but it felt it's very badass. original in 1997. <laughs> it is badass. Wolfgang Peterson directed the shit out of that movie. Gary Oldman is a fucking excellent terrorist yep. villain. Um, this movie is bad fucking ass, man. Get off my plane is such a badass fucking <laughs> like yes, bitch. Yes, punch him in the fucking face, dude. Um, Get off my plane. Very early CGI. I just watched it again not too long ago. It was rough, but like it's charming, you know. Rough, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I really love that movie. I adore that fucking movie. Like it's Heck yeah, dude. You you watch a it's lot been, of it's been a minute since I've seen that one. You know, you, you watch a lot of stuff that you thought was good 
back in the 90s and you're like, huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow, starting around, like, I want to say maybe it was probably X-Men, but probably Spider-Man, at least for me, where I started to notice, oh, wow, these quote-unquote action movies are putting so much more em- emphasis on character, you know, and telling a story rather than just action, 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 action. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of these old action movies, that's it was action, action, action with, like, I used to work for the CIA. And like, that's kind of all you, like, you know, learn yeah, about yeah, the all, fucking character, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, doesn't make it bad, doesn't make it good. It's just, you know, observation. Um, and then number two, I'm going to go The Patriot. Oh, uh, the This Patriot, is another one man. that will make me cry when uh, Heath Ledger gets killed. And Mel oh, Gibson man. does probably the finest piece of acting of his entire career where he, you know, he starts trembling and he can't fucking breathe. Oh, my God. It is heart-wrenching. Fucking yeah. heart-wrenching. But um, this movie, you know, I think it does drama well. It does action well. The characters, I enjoy all the fucking characters. Um, you know, it never really settles. The tone is such a fine balance because there are... It allows for these super dramatic, sad moments. But it's also almost kind of swashbuckling and fun in certain places of the movie, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's Roland fucking Emmerich. Who the fuck thought Roland Emmerich could deliver a movie this good? I didn't. <laughs> I think it's his, it's his finest hour. Um, yeah. <laughs> I re- yeah, I fucking love this. I get why people don't like it, but I fucking love this movie, and it makes me love America because, you know, I thinking about America's founding is the greatest underdog story in the history of the world, at least from my limited perspective. You know, I'm sure someone yeah. could school me and be like, well, actually, did you know that the Babylonians, I don't, you know what, you're probably right. You're probably fucking right. But for my money, the American Revolution is the greatest underdog story of all time. And I think it's portrayed very well in The Patriot, especially how they do a lot of guerrilla warfare tactics and, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Um, and then number one, same Private Ryan. So there, there go, there's man. my list. Hey. I like the list, dude. I'm glad. Thank you. I'm glad, I like yours. I'm glad you got to tie it into uh, this week and, and, like, Veterans Day and... Um, yeah, that's a very interesting one to think about, especially if it's, you know, patriotism and things that yeah. it's like a representation, you know, it's like it's like what are those are they, you know, movies that really hit on those themes and and give you give us those feelings, right? You know, like we're really you know, proud and, you know, kind of that uh feeling of pride. Yeah. So. Uh, fuck no, fuck pride, fuck pride. I don't understand pride for one's country. I I not that's not fair to say. I don't feel pride for one's, like, heritage, I guess I should say, right? Like, how can I be proud to be Italian? I did fucking nothing to have earned being Italian. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I guess in that sense, the only people who could really feel pride in America are soldiers and veterans. Because they're the the only ones who actually paid the fucking price for what this is, right? Yeah. Um... So yeah, stay away from pride, kids. <laughs> I don't know. I'm on a weird anti-pride rant. I don't yeah, fucking know what good, I'm saying. Brother. Um, good. Yeah. Anyway, Sean, <laughs> I'm really excited to hear your list. <laughs> um, I'm hoping we haven't done this one yet, but hey, what the heck? We'll, we'll try right. it out. Uh, Joey, what are your top five acoustic songs? Ooh, you know what? I was. Have we done that? I, I we have done that, and I actually was thinking about this this last week. That's wild. That's fucking wild, dude. I was, yeah. I've been just listening to a lot of like easy listening, like acoust- 
easy listening music lately. So I, like and I, I know some of our lists might return, and you know, of course, it's our, probably a list of changed since the last time. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, all right. I'm gonna go. Obviously, number one, Long Black Veil, Johnny Cash. Some cash, all right. There, there might be more than than one cash number. Cash song. <laughs> On here, and that's you know what? Fuck you! It's my show. We can fucking do that if we want. <laughs> um, then I'm gonna go number two. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, get out of my head, Alyssa Lilia. Oh hey, nice. Yeah, I a, have listened to her time. album a lot uh, the last couple months, and it's just so fucking good. You did a fantastic job, but. Um, and capturing her and her spirit, but it's her songwriting and her voice and everything yeah, is just, you know, she wrote good, she writes good fucking songs, man. So, um, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, number three, I'm going to say, um, don't think, don't think twice. It's all right. Bob Dylan. A little Bob Dylan in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I know it's 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 tough because like I'm thinking. I was like, oh man, there's just so many songs that. Well, you know, and then can it be a cover? Well, shit, yeah. Long Black oh, yeah. Veil's a cover. Of course, it can be a fucking cover. Um, fucking how how did this one get down to number four? But I don't feel like switching shit around. Uh, where did you sleep <laughs> last night? Oh yeah. I know we just talked about our Nirvana episode, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hmm. Now I'm I'm also you know thinking like there's songs that I play acoustically, but I can't recall if they're actually acoustic songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is tough. Like like. Um, if you think of one like that, because. Uh, I know some like I have one on, on my list that is it has like acoustic version and I guess the uh, like the record album. Ooh, like, shit! Are album we thinking of one of the same ones? Might be. <laughs> <laughs> are you? I, I don't want. You know what? I don't want to take. But then, if you don't say it, then we'll never get to talk about it. <laughs> I'm gonna say it, and I'm okay. sorry. The Meeting Place. Last Shadow Puppets. Um, because it is not acoustic on the record, but on one of the EPs, they do an acoustic version of it. And it's fucking amazing. It's, uh, yeah. And Actually, you and I play it acoustically. It. I do too. I might prefer their songs, just the two of them. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm actually, if they come back into town, I'd be super down to see them. Just, oh, I know last time we saw them, we they had like it was cool. They had like a string quartet and everything, but I think it'd be really cool if they just did a, a, just the two of them set. I I completely um, fucking agree. But that's but yeah, that's those, great, man. That's my list, man. Long black veil, get out of my head. Don't think twice. All right, where'd you sleep last night in the meeting place? I actually didn't have the meeting place on there, and I didn't even think of that, man. You didn't have what song? The meeting place, like man. It's okay, such a, well, I'm, well, what what you were thinking is on your list, right? Um, I, so, 
Um, that it is actually my number one. So okay. my number one. Oh, you're gonna go for oh. the number one. You're gonna go for the jugular right off the top. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save I mean, it. you can. It's your show too. You do whatever the fuck um, you want, Shawnee. I'm gonna go number five. I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, let's see here. I'm gonna go with Good Riddance, uh, Green Day. Right on. Probably a, st- a staple acoustic number. Um, I don't know. It's just it's a good song. I think it's one of, especially for Green Day, you know, being this kind of you know punk band, pop punk band. Um, them writing the song is it's. That's great because they, you know, it just shows they're kind of, uh, you know, they, they they are like great songwriters. And as far as like kind of translating, the, you know, because they they could be just straight up pop punk all the way through their you know their lives or whatever. And they're but I'm glad they you know found some songs to write and kind of like made it appropriate to be acoustic or. And, sure. I mean, Good Riddance definitely became one of their most popular ones and. Uh, you know, I feel like it's used in, in all sorts of shows and, you know, we probably had it as one of our graduation songs or something like that. And, oh yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good song from, from Green Day and I, I like it. It's, you know, it's stripped down. It's Green Day stripped down. Um, there is some strings in, in there, um, from the recording, but yeah, I always consider it like an acoustic song. Yeah. So, uh, good riddance for five. Um... I've got number four, Apologies, uh, Nirvana, um, on their Unplugged. Um, I I don't know. I, I I we talked about this record and like you know Nirvana and stuff on, on um, one of our previous episodes, but I, I I always liked this version of the song, um, especially it's beautiful. It's really, it, it is. Yeah, and it's great because it, it is. Um, you know, there there's. Uh, it's almost like with acoustic guitar, it. Maybe what I what I'm trying to say with a lot of these songs is like a good song if you can hear it as like even even if it was a um, uh, just a vocal melody, but mm-hmm. if you can hear the song as an acoustic song, just as a guitar and a vocalist, and it is a good song, and then as you hear it as a full band, like that's when you know when you have a good song when it, when it can translate so well when it's so stripped down and into its core to you know to something that's fully produced and has, you know, orchestras or whatever, you know, that's, that's what I feel like makes a good kind of song and especially for an acoustic song. Oh, absolutely. Um, the skeleton. So, skeleton. So yeah, uh, I liked apologies and, um, it's one I always think of when I think of that record, um, especially. So yeah. Apologies. Yeah, that's a fucking great song. But number four. Oh, the jeez. You're, you're gonna like this one. Uh, number yeah, three, I? I've got "Redemption Song" covered yes. by Johnny yes, Cash bitch. and Joe Strummer. Um, I, I love that. I'm sad it's. It, I know out it's of it, mine. It, it. Well, yeah, man, uh, I think we. I don't know if you, if it was you or me that mentioned. I think it was our like uh, song duos or duets. Maybe I maybe you might have mentioned this one on our our duets episode. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know. It, it's, you know, it's a cover. You know, there's been multiple versions of the song, you know, Bob Marley. And um, I think I even heard a version or like a recent version of it in today's oh, really? modern world. But um, I don't know that when I think you showed me this version of the song um, and there's just something about Johnny Cash, Cash's voice and Joe Strummer's kind of voice and how they, you know, they're, they're, 
I would say they're two contrasting voices, but you can mm-hmm. just feel so much from both of them as well. Oh, as absolutely. Sing. You can really, uh, you know, kind of get in, in the mindset and the mood um, when they're singing. And I think it just makes for a really good uh, acoustic song. And, um, and that, again, that's, again, it's, it just boils it down to, you know, the songwriting and, and, um, the, you know, of course, using the two voices to kind of complement each other, which is cool. Weirdly I, I like complimentary. Yeah. Weirdly. And, and I like how it was, it, it was a, uh, a choice to have Cash and Joe Strummer, you know, kind of doing this duet thing mm-hmm. together. Um, cause it could, it could have easily been a Cash cover or it could have easily been a Joe Strummer cover, you know? Right. But, Weirdly, yeah, they come from each other's voices, and it's one of my favorite versions of that song. Um, so, Redemption Song for number three. Fantastic, um, Charlie. Let's see here. I might have to flip these around. Okay. Um, I'm going to go number two. Uh, Blackbird, The Beatles. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. You're picking up where I fucking dropped the it, ball. Man, I just... I. I really like the especially the arrangement of the song it, it's one of the their kind of fun Beatles song I don't, I don't know how to describe the the feeling you know kind of I don't know it's a little more joyous and mm-hmm. and um, and for especially for you know it's, it's definitely a very intimate Beatles song um, yeah I don't, I don't know what else to say like I just I, I like it it's I can listen to it and just sit there and, and listen to it and feel at ease, I would say. So, hell yeah. Um, Blackbird by the Beatles. Wonderful. The four Beatles. And then all the Beatles. And then my number from, one. From Liverpool. Which, from, from Liverpool. Because we used to play Beatles. those dark clubs in Hamburg. You remember that, Paul? Of course <laughs> I do. I booked them. I'm the leader of the Beatles. <laughs> We might have to do a whole episode just doing Liverpool accents. Sorry, anyone who's listening to Liverpool. <laughs> if anyone is listening to Liverpool. I'm um, not sorry. I'm, I'm mocking. Uh, I love the act, Liverpool accent. It's, it's based in love, man. It's based in love based and respect, love. and that's how you tear other people down <laughs> and build them back up. <laughs> I don't know and what I'm fucking them, saying. Build them back up. Yeah. Um, but um, my number one kind of goes back to um, before this list of, again, it, it, it's a song that uh, kind of similar to Nirvana. Like, it's a song that was a full band song. Um, but I really like this version of the song. Um, one, it's, uh, it's not as intense um, of a song as the original. So um, I'm going to go with Everlong by the Foo Fighters. Ooh, right on. Um, there was an acoustic version, just Dave Grohl singing on guitar, acoustic guitar. And again, yeah, it's not as intense. Like the song Everlong starts off, you know, it's the drum, you know, the, of course, the original version of the drums are kind of, you know, kind of doing this. You know, the whole band is in pretty much during most of the song. And so in this acoustic version, it's great because Dave Grohl even does his voice differently. He kind of. I think he even like mellows it out even more. It's just like, it's so like, I could just picture like Dave Roll just like s- not swallowing the mic, but like he's like super close to the microphone and you know, he's just pouring all his, it, it almost brought like another level to the song and another meaning to the song, hearing it in this way. 
And sure. I think that's I think that's cool to have you know the like you've exper- I've experienced the the original song you know before it and then like when you hear that version it almost kind of like flips that switch in you it's like it has like another meaning in a way. Um. So yeah, Everlong. It's it's still one of my favorite um, Foo Fighters songs in general. Um. And the acoustic version, it just it gives you the feels. I, I don't know. It just kind of gives me like this vibe and um. It's fun and you know I think. You know, it's a, it's a good song to play acoustically. I think it's a good, good, a, a good, well-written song. And I think Dave Grohl and the Foo, I haven't seen the Foo Fighters yet. That's one of my bucket lists, but I think that's how they play it these days when they play live. As as Dave Grohl plays it acoustic, that's sick. Which, which cool. That which is kind of cool. I feel like that's it's become like the version that they perform, like the preferred version. Cause a lot right. Of people like it. So, um, so yeah, um, Everlong for number one. Wonderful, Shawnee. Yeah, I like yours too, songs. man. I like yours, and you know, it's it's kind of nice that we can revisit our lists uh, years later because ch- our tastes do change. Um, you know, it may take a long time for it to, but um, especially some of these other ones that I don't think about all the time. Like I'm always thinking about my top five favorite movies and shit. That doesn't really change, but I'm not always thinking what are my top five favorite acoustic songs, and the one I chose you know two three years ago isn't going to be what i choose today so i'm yeah, grateful yeah. for the opportunity to revisit some lists especially since we are running out of fucking ideas 161 episodes into <laughs> yeah i'm starting to so, outsource to like people yeah. and just, well hopefully maybe our listeners <laughs> might have some other suggestions we'll see i know please let us please please let us do your lists yeah we need to be so sick yeah uh <laughs> Right on, man. Jonathan, do you have anything you would like to share with our dear, yes. sweet, lovely, imaginary audience this week? Yes, you already said yes before I even finished my sentence. What do you want to share, buddy? <laughs> um, uh, gosh, I had it at the top of my head, and I was gonna. Oh shit, my bad. Freaking no, <laughs> my it's bad. Cool. No, it's cool. I fucked um, up. No, uh, I was gonna share. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. It's cool. It's cool. Um, no. <laughs> you know what? Um. Uh, Jeez. I'm My so bad. bad. Oh, hold on. Okay. Let's try it. Oh, let's try it. Oh. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, I am going to share, uh, let's see here. Well, it hasn't happened yet, but um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go for getting the new Star Wars game that's coming out. Oh, yeah. And it does look pretty tasty. So Better than the fucking s- movie coming out, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to try it out. I might even rent it if anything, but I don't know. I got a chance to try the new call of duty too. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm at a crossroads, man. I feel like there's like so many games coming out and so many things happening. So, there are. Uh, yeah. Try to make a decision on if, if I should invest in one of these, but I don't know. I, I, I um, you know, I still, I, I wouldn't consider myself a, a active gamer, I would say, but you know, I'm always looking for some stuff to play and, uh, and jam on. Um, so, yeah, I'll I'll let you guys know what's up with that. Maybe even if I if I do get it, um, I'll give you guys like a little review of the uh, the next episode if we can. Um, I would very much like that. Hey, and then there was another thing I was trying to remember. Oh no! Uh, Should I just repeat? Hold on, ready. So, uh, Jonathan, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience <laughs> so this week? <laughs> Um, I'll think of it next week, guys. <laughs> but, 
Honestly, uh, at the top my of my bad, head, honestly, the, my no, it's cool. Honestly, at the top of my head, like those are kind of things I uh, that I am currently thinking about um, at the moment, and I would love to share it to the audience. Um, just kind of how I um, how I do um, with those games. Um, I did download The Last of Us. I um, did too. Remake. Um, I haven't had a chance to play it. So, um, but I did play the original, like the one they released for PlayStation Three. Um, pretty cool. I'm I'm glad they're releasing those games and and kind of bringing those back into the light. Um, I got to the first level with the clickers and I died and I got frustrated and I haven't played it since. It's quite. It's actually a pretty challenging game. It's a very fucking challenging. Fuck that game. <laughs> uh, my my roommate Dustin he plays the uh, multiplayer on it and he said it's pretty cool. So. I okay. May, cool. I may check it out, um, but man, if I get another game, I'm probably gonna be like diving. Yeah, probably doing that for a bit. So um, that's very fair. Yeah, dude. That that's that's all. I pretty much I have to share. I, I just got some like some games I want to play. I definitely want to share my my opinions on it um, with the audience, and then um, I guess for the audience, if you guys are playing any video games uh, or anything uh, during this fall season, hit us up. Comment. Uh, maybe some game suggestions that I should check out if I should yes. even, uh, you know, get a game. So we'll see, man. Uh, anyways, you should get a game. You should you play know? games with my heart. I, I should, should do. because I feel like you I already don't. do. You fuck. I, honestly, I feel like I don't give myself enough time to uh, to relax and, and do those kind of activities. Um, yeah, I, you know, fucking I played through Arkham City for the first time in a while. Um Right after moving into my new spot, it was just kind of nice to kind of like, all right, you know, and it wasn't all the time. It was like once a week or twice a week, whatever I would. Oh, yeah, right. I have a PS3 in here. Let me fucking throw this on. Um, But yeah, it's it is. It's kind of, you know. It's kind of nice. It's nice. Zone out. Throw on a podcast. Play games. Um, Right on, man. Right the fuck on. Oh, actually, that that's what I remembered. I know. Yes. I know it's another kind of thing to check out, guys, but I, I finally started watching uh, Crashing on HBO. Oh, fuck, oh nice. That? Did I mention that last week? Oh, man. I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember a lot from last week. <laughs> man. Well, if you guys haven't seen it, check out Crashing. It's uh, um, it's on HBO, and uh, I think they're like three seasons deep. Um, it's, it's pretty funny. It's about a stand-up comedian. Um, he... Um, Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. Yes, Pete Holmes. Um, yeah, it, it's just an interesting story about his kind of uh, his comedy life and his scene. And there's you know a lot of different themes in there. There's themes about relationships and marriage and and comedy and and kind of you know the struggles of being obviously a comedian. Um, and I think majority of the people like the comedians play themselves in the. I in love the, that uh, show. Show. So like uh, Artie Lang is is a, a big regular on the show. Um, you know they had like Sarah Silverman, um, just a bunch of people. Um, so it is cool, and there's uh, it's you know obviously set in New York, and of course the New York comedy scene. Um, so yeah, it, it's pretty. I, I've been digging it. Um, I've been wanting to check it out just because I, I remember seeing like a couple of commercials, and I, I thought Pete Holmes was pretty funny. So he's um, great. One more time. He's great. Yeah, sorry, it like cut out for a second. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, he was. Uh, that show is pretty interesting, and um, if you guys have HBO, 
check it out. So yeah, there you go. That's the last year for for this week. Joey, what do I you like got, it. man? I'm done talking over here. Um, I was hoping my mom would text back by now because I wanted to give a shout out to the name of the uh, charity from um, from Veterans Day. But I'll just say that uh, the Hunters Point Yacht Club did a great job and did some great things. And um, my folks, um, and uh, of course, Uncle Mike, Aunt Vic, and um, yeah, everyone that, you know, worked and stuff, my brother. Um, so, yeah, just, it, was, it was cool. It was very a community kind of thing. Um, yeah, it was cool. I'll say that, you know, happy or whatever Veterans Day. Thank you all for your service. That's what's on my mind today. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Jonathan. Yes, sir. Where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, my friend? Uh, You guys can find me on Instagram at Day Music uh, and Twitter as well. Um, you guys can also find me on my website, shondaymusic.net. Net. Dot net, guys. Dot Eventually net, we'll get the guys. dot com. One day. <laughs> one day I'll get the dot com. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's where you guys can find me. Um, trying to be more socially active on... Uh, I need to get on Twitter more often. Dude. Um, I just need You know, to I'm tagging you and shit, and you're not responding, and I'm, I'm getting I'm, low-key offended. I'm, I'm, li- I'm liking your shit, dude. You've liked you've liked like one post too, but I I'm I'm always like them, tweeting dude. like Hey Sean Day, what do you think of this? And then I look like a fucking asshole. Maybe because, I need to get uh, my, no- my no- notifications for you. You do, yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, don't have your notifications on because that's just a terrible life that you don't want. But um, <laughs> look at look at the notifications when you're in the app. Yes, sir. And go on I'm the app. I just need to be more more active on, on the parts. Yeah, because um, people want to hear what you have to say in 280 characters. I do. Yay! I do. Yeah, I gotta take some tips from you, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm fairly decent on Twitter. Speaking of, you can find me at Joey Parati on Twitter and on my website JoeParatiScripts.com. You can check out the show at Top Five Pod. That's T O P F I V E Five P O D on Instagram, on Twitter at uh, gmail.com, and on Facebook at Top Five Podcast. We're on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Please give us a like, give us a like, give us a follow, give us your love. Lots of love. Lots of love. And we will give you, Shawnee. Lots of love back. <laughs> Lots of love back. Until next time, I'm Joey Crawley. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks. Thanks for listening.